0: hello everyone this is two beers in a pod i'm chase and i'm here with seth and welcome to the show here two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it discussing anything from the best beer grooming tips or the best way to stay trendy but mostly it's just two friends just having a good time so sit back and enjoy
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Two Beards and a Pod on this day of uh Sunday, March 14th. I'm Seth, I'm Chase, and welcome to the show. So Chase, you know, kind of sure. going about dates and times. I don't know if you noticed today is the first day of daylight savings.
0: Yes, no, I've noticed. I <laughs> miss nothing. <laughs> <laughs> except um, some sleep right <laughs> yeah I miss, I miss everything actually <laughs> no it's yeah like, oh, day, daylight savings time man
1: yeah I, I i'll be honest man i i don't mind it in the fall when daylight sa- savings happens in the fall i'm like oh i'm a little psyched right but when it happens in the spring because like they spring forward i'm right, like right. that's one less hour of sleep. You know, and it it kind of, like, takes you off guard cause you're, like, if you stay up late like I do, which I don't know if you do anymore, Mahalik.
0: No, uh, like, no, not so much.
1: It's, like, the second it hits midnight, you're, like, oh, crap, it's one in the morning.
0: Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't um, really get affected too much by, like, the daylight savings time. Like, some people are, like, oh, my goodness, I'm so tired or whatever i don't really i walk around tired because of my (laughs) sleep yeah
1: (laughs) it's like welcome welcome to the game man (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um no it's all good like you know what i mean it is what it is so i don't really uh it doesn't bother me too much but if i'm not mistaken we get the extra uh daylight that's true That it does
1: make it more fun in the sun. That is for sure.
0: Yeah, especially uh, especially now, Uh, because if you if you remember, um, spawning season is is upon us.
1: That is is the time for the spawn, time for the fishies.
0: Yes. Um, Yeah, you know, pretty much. It's a full list of stuff that's like on and popping. Um, it's especially trout, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Oh, yeah, trout. Um, even some lake fish, I'm not mistaken. Uh, red ear okay, this is about the time they start. Uh, and for like people at home that don't know what spawning season is, it's uh, fish getting busy season, kind of laying their eggs, <laughs> yeah. laying future food for us. But uh, yeah, a lot of red in my lake, like. I remember Bob, my neighbor. He kind of showed me like all the coves where they they like to spawn, where they like to like lay their eggs and stuff. Right, and it's uh that's some that's some fish catching right there. I I'll be honest, personally, when it's around this season and it comes to fishing, I I don't like fishing too much during the season. I like fishing like right after the eggs kind of hatch.
0: So you like it when they run?
1: Yeah, I like it. I like during the run. Uh, okay. Because there's more fish, and it's like, um, I do, I don't like catching like uh, a pregnant female fish, like you can, and it, but it's like it's pretty easy to tell when they're pregnant right. too, because their right. their belly's a little more extended, you know, on a fish where you can tell like their belly is, um, and that's that's where I was, like you you practice a little bit of catch and release, you know, get a little more future fish for future catch.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and so. Uh, I mostly fish bass, so I mean I'm catching, releasing anyway. You know what I mean? Because I'm right. after them. I'm after them for the fight. Oh yeah. You know, crappie. Uh, oh, it's good. It's good eating. Um, I don't think I've ever had trout. I've had salmon, but not not trout. Have you Have you ever had trout? I
1: I've never fished for it. Um, I think, I think I maybe like had it in a restaurant once. Okay. Because like I know I definitely had salmon in a restaurant. Salmon's salmon's pretty legit. But if I'm remembering right, um, they got rainbow trout. Okay. Is a pretty popular meal in around Gatlinburg. Um, but no, it's it is pretty crazy. We're already in spawning season. Um, Yeah
0: and what's n- nuts about it too is um you know the fish here uh over at, at least Lake Waco um they they spawn late you know and uh
1: that is kind of crazy considering like how warm it is down there
0: yeah i mean i think usually too it it does you know the temperature does warrant you know their behavior or whatever but um yeah they're they usually uh late spawners but i mean when they start running though you know what i mean like catching a hybrid or catching a white like a lot of people you know really that's kind of what they're going going for uh this season um i mean i know my brother-in-law he was out just the other day and he was he was pulling in some little some chunkers man probably four or five pounders oh really Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's a real good time.
1: Yeah, some fish frying right there.
0: Yeah. It's it's like
1: it always kind of corresponds with Lent a bit, you know? Right. (laughs) 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 Nothing like a good old fish fry. Right. Yep. But, kind of speaking of Lent and other holidays, you know, St. Paddy's Day.
0: St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Yeah, that's coming, like... Right around the corner.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's literally this Wednesday.
0: This This Wednesday's. Yeah. So you guys will get to listen to our shenanigans on Tuesday, and then Wednesday, you better wear green.
1: You better do it. You better do it. We, (laughs) as Irish, only get like one holiday. (laughs) You know. And we share it with everybody.
0: (laughs) No, that's good times, man. Yeah. That's good times. I uh I remember living in Savannah, uh they they always used to do like do it real big over there for Saint Patrick's Day. Uh do you how how like the festivities? Does your town like do anything like special or anything like that or well um throw some kind of block party?
1: Our town doesn't do anything Really that crazy or special. I remember when I lived in Chicago, they had, like, the parade, and they dyed the river green. Okay. Um, but, honestly, like, our family, uh, I'll be going over to my Aunt Gina's this Wednesday for, uh you know, corned beef and cabbage, nice. Irish soda bread, um, cheesy cabbage. Uh, obviously, we're going to have, like, mashed potatoes and stuff, but, you know, it just like a nice good irish meal
0: oh okay that's good that's good so what um yeah because like i'm yeah in savannah they used to they used to dye their little river green too um and you know i always wanted to go down there um to savannah like to uh you know walk around and stuff during the holiday or whatever but You know, I had a buddy, he he went down there one time and he was like, man, he was like, it's the same thing every year. Like, you don't, you're not really missing out. Like, um, cause what they, he said, supposedly what they do is they, they get these, um, they get these like, uh, construction fences, like the plastic ones, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they like wall off kind of like the sidewalk area. Where you where you're at downtown, so you have to like once you commit to the sidewalk, you're committed onto the sidewalk. And it's because it's a bunch of you know drug people down there; they don't want them in the street, you know, getting hit by cars. Because <laughs> apparently that's a solid like, plan. <laughs> yeah, apparently it gets pretty it gets pretty crazy in in Savannah on um you know say Patrick's Day or whatever. Because like I don't know if anybody like or if a lot of people know this, probably do, but. Um, Savannah, it's kind of like, it kind of reminded me of like 6th Street on Austin.
1: I was you're... about to say that. Cause like, I feel like that would be pretty dope on 6th Street.
0: Right. Yeah. So it's pretty much like the same thing. Like you kind of got like your, your first street that like, Hey, welcome to downtown. And then it's just like city blocks and everything is crammed in the restaurants and the living and you know the bar like there's probably twenty thirty bars maybe I don't know I never really counted but I mean, there I mean you could definitely bar hop in Savannah you know that I mean? like, you could that sounds like, like a solid maybe, crawl
1: right there with twenty and thirty to choose from. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was a there I never played it but there was a, a game that my buddies used to play Um and. I've seen other people play it, but it was pretty much like golf. Um, okay. So what you did was you had 18 places that you would go and you would look at the menu and you would pick a shot uh, to take, you know what I mean? Like, you know, right. Jack and Coke or whatever, you know, straight tequila, whatever and each each shot was you know a certain amount of points uh you could like you know plus 1 plus 2 like the pretty much the uh the weaker the drink you know what i mean right The weaker the shot the the more you're going to score on the on the hole or whatever okay and, you, and lowest you,
1: points win
0: yeah lowest point wins at the end of the at the end of the which 18 shots that's that's quite a bit, but I mean, yeah, you're, walking, you're bouncing around, you're having a good time or whatever. As long as you spread it out,
1: you know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like 18 shots
1: at once. You're you are just kind of like that. That night's almost done, you know.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. No. For sure. So. Um. Yeah, and you know, like, so a hole in one or even a negative one it would be like, you know a shot that you take with, like, mayonnaise in it or something like that. Oh, like, something these, like Yeah, just something just totally rowdy. And you're like, why did I even put that in my hands? <laughs> like...
1: <laughs> Dude, speaking of shots, man, that kind of reminds me of uh, – there was this shot at uh, one of my favorite bars in Germany because it was an American bar, so I was, like, definitely going to that. <laughs> right. But they had it called the Jackass Shot. Okay. It was literally – Three flaming shots. And you know how there's like a little divot on the bottom of the shot glass? Right. Well, he put that upside down and put tequila on it. And you have to snort that. What? Yeah. (laughs) So it's like you're taking three three different types of flaming shots and you're snorting tequila. I don't know why he came up with this. (laughs) That's just the way Hussein was. (laughs) I, I don't know. It was no, his bar. That's,
0: that's too much. <laughs> that's yeah, like we did it. It's <laughs> like, oh, you do this, you win the game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It was just like you're like, all right, let's see if you can finish first. And it's like no one was a winner. When
0: you're snorting yeah. tequila,
1: no one's a winner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a headbutt, man. Nobody wins from a headbutt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we're gonna go and take a break. And we'll be back right after this. Hey, guys. Welcome back. So right before the break, we were talking about a little bit of shenanigans from uh, Georgia and, you know, how they used to paint or paint. They used to dye the river green uh, and you know, things of that, that nature. So, yeah, I, um, I was wondering, um, other than that, like, do you plan on uh, getting like on the water at all?
1: Oh, getting on the water.
0: Uh, not for
1: a little bit, but I do kind of have a bit of interesting news cons-
0: considering boats. Oh, okay. So you are, are you finally a uh, a seagoer?
1: <laughs> well, more of a lake goer, you know. It's like a seagoer, but you're a little more drunk. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Don't drink and drive. No need for a BUI. A <laughs> boating yeah, under don't, the influence.
0: <laughs> thing. Like, people, people don't realize that. That is like 100% a thing. <laughs> it is.
1: It's like I I, I I kid you not, you can get it in a kayak or a canoe. <laughs> you can get a BUI in a canoe. There's no going back after that.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like that's getting a ticket from a bicycle cop. <laughs> Pretty
1: much. It's like that's like when you're going to brewing down the river and then like the sheriff's just sitting there at the one sandbar. It's like <laughs> I see you. Yeah. I know what's going on. Everyone here is drunk, but I literally can't take everyone in the car.
0: Just oh, keep
1: floating down the river. Have someone pick you up when you get to there. That's when
0: That's when you get around the bend, and he's, like, there with, like, four vans, and you just start, like... <laughs> yeah, you're, you are
1: dipping out of one side of those rivers and, <laughs> and running.
0: Police! <laughs> policia! Policia! <laughs>
1: Like I'm the land Hoody hoo.
0: <laughs> oh no. man, that's good. That's good. So tell us about the boat.
1: Well, uh, it's my neighbors and uh I'm sorry to say one of my best neighbors I've ever had. Um they're they're moving. Oh, so man. you know, it's like they, they're really cool. They had like a little dock and slip uh that we used all the time. We used their boat before and I was like, they're moving to um uh, Arizona. So they're like, they're not going to take their pontoon boat. And I'm putting my hat in the ring to purchase it.
0: Nice. How much is he asking for it?
1: Well, it's kind of like he's letting me do the research. Cause I want to treat okay. him fair. Cause he's treating me fair for so long. And, right. um, uh, you know, they got like a Kelly blue book for boats.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would, I would, I would, think that you know what i mean
1: yeah i'll be honest that stuff's confusing because there's like you think it would just be kind of like oh you get the motor and right. the boat and like the year no dude they're like there there are so many packages when it comes to boats i had no idea it's really
0: like,
1: yeah it's like of this one pontoon boat there's like 20 different variations you know and okay. i'm like and there's like thirty different motors they're they're on. I was like But they only give you like a little bit, so unless like you came with like the the brochure or something. But no, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm a pontoon guy. I'm a party barge guy when it comes down to it.
0: Right. So this is like one of those bigger boats with like the uh you know like the little Bimini? Yeah, the little like canopy thing that you can fold up or down and Yeah. You know, you can get tw- 10, 12 people on it, so.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Nice, very nice. There you go. Uh, yeah, do it, man, do it, because that's one thing that I wish I, I had was a boat, um, even if it was just like a little John Deere, so, are yeah. you, you know what I mean, you know, like a little John boat or whatever, like, you yeah, know, two, two, three people max, you know, and then you're kind of like pushing it with a trauma motor kind of thing, <laughs> but. yeah. You know, it's still a good time. Um, are you going to be doing like? Because I know you, you're probably not like as avid. I feel like as a fisherman as as I am. But are you are you, do you plan on doing any fishing out of the boat?
1: Um, a little bit, not too much, because it is kind of a big big boat. You know, that's why people use bass boats and john boats, is because um they're a little more easy to maneuver in the coves and. Right, um, like you said, this is a bit of a party barge, but it it does have uh, you know the two swivel suites up front, so. Okay. And, yeah, I could put a trolling motor probably on the front deck and then move move the boat around like that. Right. But honestly, I like I like fishing off the bank a little bit a little bit better sometimes. See, yeah. easier to clean up with the cooler.
0: Yeah, no for sure. I mean, there was w- one time uh you know, I went fishing in a spot and I was right there like kind of backed up onto the the boat ramp or whatever. Um, you know, off to the side obviously where I'm not in the way of like incoming vessels and whatnot, but I mean, I was able to like stick my my rod right there in the back of my truck. In uh, that little divot, which I swear is like the perfect shape and diameter and depth for a fishing rod, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, I think uh so. Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's it's definitely easier, you know, because we were sitting right there on the tailgate. We had our cooler with the drinks and stuff, you know, just having a, a grand old time. So, right. Uh. I get it. What, you know, with all the, like, the spawning stuff, do you have, like, spots to, to fish off the bank? And, like, what, what are you using? Like, what, what setup are you using?
1: Well, I'll be honest, the best bait you can ever use is just a good old-fashioned red worm. And, like, it varies to, like, if what you're trying to catch. But, like, usually I'm going after crappie. Right. So.
0: So you're just like a – you're pretty much like a straight, like, worm and minnow kind of guy.
1: Yeah, pretty much. You can't beat live bait. The, right. The fish can tell the difference, you know, a little bit. Um, you know, because I'm in it for the goal. Like, I know some people, they like to switch up their baits, kind of make it a little more challenging for them to do it. Um, You know, it's because – there, it's true. Like there are some fish, like if even if you change up like the spoons or like just like first people that don't know spoons are just kind of a uh, little flashy little thing that catches a fish attention and it's got a hook on it. So it will try to attack it. Think it's a fish. Right. Uh, but yeah, even different colored spoons, you know, like fish, fish can kind of like get attracted to something for a while. And the, like, what they were biting on last year isn't always what they're biting on this year, you know?
0: Right. Right. But
1: the, they'll always bite a red worm or a minnow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think that's always like good to have, you know, as like a, a fallback if nothing's working, um, you know, cause I've, I've, I've gone fishing and I've, I've had like six or seven minnows, you know, just on like standby, nothing's working. You know, and it ended up being the kind of situation where I wish I had twenty minnows because twenty min like minnows was the one thing that was working like pretty much as soon as I hit the water. And I was like, "Dang it, yeah." If I leave, I'm gonna lose my spot, or it might get too hot before I can get back, or whatever. So you're like, "Dang, I need to have more minnows next time." So I don't oh know. yeah, but yeah, I go with the uh, I go with the drop shot rig. That is okay. a, a a really fun rig that I like to do. Um, especially with it being, you know, spawning season, I can get like kind of like right there on the bed. Um or at least where I think the bed might be and just kind of stay in that like target area longer, you know. Right. Um and they, you know, they make ways to uh to rig up your line or whatever with without using like a, a a drop shot rig um because i i go to cabela's a lot and i i always purchase the um so what it is is like a, a a hook that's on two ends of a swivel and then so you take your line and you tie it down to the top part of the swivel and then you have your hook and then you take your leader you know out or far you know what i mean six 12 inches 18 inches sometimes and you tie the line to the end of that other swivel and then the the weight to the end of the line you know and then you attach your like finesse worm or whatever you're going to use
1: right right
0: on the uh you know on the hook or whatever so um yeah man but you get it out there and you just kind of you just kind of flip it out there. Usually I'm using a, uh, open face reel. Um, okay. Cause that's going to be like more of your finesse rods. Now, if you have like a, in my opinion, if you have a longer rod, you know, something over a little, little over seven feet or whatever, you can, you can make it happen with a finesse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're, so you're pretty much going to get like landing in your target area and you're just going to let the, like, weight kind of do do its thing. Let it take it to the bottom until you know it hits. And then just two or three real, real slow cranks. Because it's not about, like, the retrieval at this point, right?
1: All you, right. You
0: want it to stay in that target area the longest. So real, real slow cranks until kind of, like, your line gets kind of tight a little bit. And then you sit there and you just pop, pop, pop. Pop, 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 pop. Pop, pop, just real nice and gentle, man. Just real chill. Right. Just pop, pop, pop. Almost like you're jigging. <clears throat> yeah, you're just kind of want to
1: get that little vibration, so it looks like it's alive and stuff.
0: Yeah, you know. And then that's where the finesse worms come in. You know, they're all like super flowy, and yeah, man, you can catch some right off the bank, right off the off the bed. You know, where they're where they're kicking up stuff and burying their eggs and stuff like that. But it can be a lot of fun, but it can also be really frustrating because when you're doing fishing like that you're either spot fishing or you're you're fishing in an area where you know like say you can't see the through the water or whatever right you can't see the beds like you know that there's fish in that area or at least that there should be right so yeah i think uh i think that's the way to go i so are you like do you never ever use artificial bait are you like 100 percent like i don't even have a tackle box because all i need is hooks and bobbers kind of guy
1: that's the way i kind of like i think it's easier like I'll, I'll use artificial bait sometimes um like i never re- really catch anything when i do though yeah. um like I'll try it out every once in a while. Like, I, like I, like I said, I like the ones with the spoons. That that you can usually get some pretty lucks with that, where you just cast out and you slowly bring it back in.
0: Right. Okay. You, you know,
1: you can get pretty lucky with that. Um. But yeah, like, o overall, like, unless I'm going for like walleye, um, because that that's kind of like a whole thing within itself. Because you got to get boards out when you do that, and you're you're having like six rods going out at a time and you okay. you don't even use bait on those you just use spoons the walleye will get like i said will get that glare off the sun get see that shininess and just want to attack it
0: right just it's mad it's just real angry for like you know being in its space or whatever yeah yeah
1: and that that yeah you have to go during certain times too to do that kind of things because the school, the school of walleye go through all throughout the like the Great Lakes, and they'll be at certain spots at certain times of the year for spawning and the run. And
0: yeah, so is there a way to like track it, or is it just kind of y'all y'all are basing it off of um y'all are basing it off of previous years? Like you're like oh, you know the last four years in a row around this time, you know the schools are starting to run, kind of thing.
1: Uh yeah, you count you base it around uh past past because they 'cause they'll they'll go in a cycle. They will go in a cycle. Um like me, I've gone walleye fishing one time in that, that kind of manner. Uh went with my neighbor Bob again and his um his brother in law, he has a boat. We take that on the Great Lakes and uh Yeah, I I tell you what, it's it's an experience. I recommend it to a lot of people. Uh, It's just kind of cool because, like, you'll run the boards out and you're just trolling with the boat trying to go over the school. And you'll put the lines out on the string, like on little clips on the string with the spoons at the end end as your hooks. And you'll get, like, three on one side, three on the other side, and you just kind of travel with the hooks because uh, you, you have to go a certain speed or else they'll just dip down. So they'll get right. in a certain certain range where you know where the walleyes are. And then, uh, yeah, you usually you kind of use your fish finder. You can see like the schools and the depths with fish. And then uh, use the GPS to pinpoint where you find them at and which date. Okay. And that's where you can get a pretty good idea of like where the school is going to be.
0: So once you like, so say you're traveling along or whatever, and you're you know you're dragging the spoons behind the the boat or beside the boat or whatever, yeah. Uh, and, you, and you get a hit, are y'all stopping and, and fishing that area until you just don't get any bites anymore?
1: No, no, you you keep going because like. When you get a hit, like, it's, it's just one hit. So you're trying to get that fish on the boat as fast as you can to get that line back out there because you'll, okay. you'll definitely get, like, another hit in a little bit. Like, there's no time to crack open a beard when you do this. Oh, okay. You know? That sounds,
0: yeah, that sounds like a real good time. Just real, just, like, real active, just real, you know, yeah, focused on trying to trying to get it all done. So that's awesome. Yeah.
1: Cause like the boards are out too. So it's not like you can kind of stop the boat. You you have to keep going and like, you can't make a sharp turn at all or else like, (laughs) you know, like it's kind of like you gotta, you gotta fly like you're an airplane a bit, you know, you gotta take like big, long sweeping turns across the boards or just and the lines are all going to get mixed up and tangled.
0: Ooh, that sounds like a horrible, horrible mess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It, it, It can be, it can be
0: yeah oh that's awesome man yeah i think I think we're me and my buddy we're gonna try to go next weekend um you know that'll put us a little later on the schedule if you will as far as the spawning so because i he ha- so my bud clay he has a he has a kayak I don't have a kayak yet um so he- I'm very limited to like what's going on on the ground, you know what I mean if stuff's not happening on the ground then you know what i mean it's not happening for me now i do have waiters now um so i can kind of like wait get out. get in
1: a we get in yeah, a bit
0: yeah get in a bit but still that's like only good for like fly fishing or if i'm trying to travel to a spot where i know like oh man i saw some action over there or i think there might be some action and i don't have You know, then it's like, okay, whatever. I'm I'm gonna get wet. Not a big deal. You know. Yeah. That's kind of like what I use my waiters for.
1: Like waiters, that's that's kind of a that's a patient man's game right there. You can't be (laughs) impatient in waiters. You know, you can't be like tapping your foot in the in the water, being like, oh, where these damn fish? You know.
0: Yeah. No, you're not. You're not going anywhere fast in in waiters. Yeah.
1: You're gonna be like, yeah, at least have to like stand there for like ten minutes before the fish will probably come back. Well, guys, it's looking about that time. I think uh, it's time to say goodbye. Thank you for coming out to our show, and we'll see you all next week.
0: Well, that's all the time we have today. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you next week. Until then, stay frosty.